Hello everyone, this is your host Karen. Before you tune into this episode, I wanted to share some exciting news with you. As of November of 2020, we decided to rebrand her empire. This was not an easy process for us, but a much needed one. We are officially called Kaleidoscope. However, until episode 15, you will hear the intro to her empire. Tune into episode 16 to find out why we chose to rebrand. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, ladies. Welcome to my podcast, Her Empire, a podcast for women by women. This is your host, Karen. If this is your first time joining me, welcome. If you've come back, thank you for the immense support. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, Her Empire. I have a special guest all the way from Spain. Her name is Lauren Serka. I am super, super excited to have her on because she is living her best life. I mean, <laughs> she's living the life that I want to live. And I am hashtag a little jealous in a good way, you know, um, because I love her story I love what she's doing I love that she just went for it and I think that she serves as an example for many of us especially in the situation that we're living right now so I am going to let her talk a little bit about herself a little bit about her story and then I'm going to chime in and ask her a couple of questions but you guys really need to listen to this I mean get on hold on tight buckle up because I love her story so Lauren tell us a little bit about you sure so I'm Lauren and currently I am based in Valencia Spain but I'm originally from Connecticut USA I moved here in September of 2019 so I've been here a little less than a year I moved here with my best friend and um I moved here because I was sick of working in the corporate lifestyle and I had always dreamed of traveling more and creating my own business and leaving corporate and so I my best friend and I made it happen and now we're here I have a background in marketing and so I brought that into my business so I now have an an LLC in marketing consulting but I also do travel writing and travel content creation that's amazing and um, I've been in business for about a year now and I'm about to level up so (laughs) (laughs) that is awesome so what um, what made you make the decision like what was going on that you were just like you know what I'm tired of being in the US, like I need a change. Like what was that turning point for you? So for me, travel had always been a sense of, like given me a sense of freedom. It had given me a sense of peace and um, like a sense of no stress. Like I, anytime I would leave my job to go on a vacation or a trip, I felt most like myself and I would get healthier. Like I would lose weight on vacation. My nails would grow. I had like, I would come back smiling and glowing and like my acne would clear up because all of my stress and my worries were pretty much taken away. And so 
I felt like, you know, reflecting upon when I would go on vacation and when I would come home and then I have all these travel bloggers that I was following and content creators and I'm like, well, these people are doing it full time. How do I create a life where I'm not so stressed and where I can be more centered and actually do things that I love? Because, you know, my corporate job got me to a place in my career where I gained a lot of skills and I gained a lot of experience, but the work I was doing, I just wasn't passionate about. I was just kind of climbing the corporate ladder because it's what we're told to do. I mean, especially since you and I are from the Northeast, it's the hustle mode, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, I, I'll, I'll never get rid of the hustle mode, but it's always, you know, do better, be better, doggy dog. Like you have constantly comparing yourself and always wanting to just you have to be the best. And so, you know, I've, I was in that whirlwind of, okay, we'll just keep climbing the corporate ladder and get your, you know, get your salary, get bonuses, and then move up to the next level. And, you know, I was in a place where I was about to be promoted for maybe the fourth or fifth time in the company. And I just didn't, I just didn't want to be there anymore. I had like for years wanted to get out of it because I just wasn't ever passionate about it. But you know the saying that there's the golden handcuffs, like the salary, the benefits, the bonuses. My boss was really, really flexible. It was just like ideal. It was like written down, like perfect opportunity. Like it was just perfect in the eyes of like, you know, everyone else. Right, I had opportunity to grow. I was making really good money. I was getting skills in my in my field and I was in a field that I liked and it I was in a good company, but I lacked passion and love for what I was doing. I was just kind of going through the motions. And so I feel like that's the hardest, too. You know what it really is because I felt, you know, I would compare myself to people that didn't have a job or were in jobs that were completely outside of their degree. And I'm like, no, no, I have everything, at least most of everything I want. I should just stay in place. You know, I have a good thing going for me. Why, am, why would I ever imagine giving all of it up just because I'm not passionate about it? So many people are in jobs that they're not passionate about and they live, they live their life out and they're, they're just fine. But for me, I think it was very indicative. Like the guilt place of rolling to making you stay too because it's like how grateful am I that I have it all lined up I have the perfect situation here and I'm not happy like what's wrong with me that I'm not happy that's the exact thought I had in my mind for years and it was really hard you know I wanted I you know I was looking for other jobs in other companies I tried to move out of the company thinking that was what was gonna make me happy and maybe it would have but nothing ever seemed to work out like I'd get through the interviews or I'd never get the job or if I got offered the job somewhere else something told me don't do it so I never did and then what happened you know I I had been traveling three four times a year times a year outside of the corporate office like I I would take every single vacation day I could I even stretched it out to where like I I was lucky enough to work from home a lot so like I would take weekends and just like I visited my friend in Chicago for a week and I worked from home from Chicago do you know what I mean like 
my boss didn't know it at the time <laughs> I was doing, <laughs> but what did it matter? Like if I was working from home in Connecticut or if I was working from home in Chicago, if I got 100%. my stuff done. Exactly. So I was just traveling and daydreaming about travel all the time. And I had been to a few travel conferences and I'm like, I have this marketing background. I really love travel. I'm passionate about it. And it clearly brings me joy and happiness. So I have to move into that industry. And so this was a span of like two years of really thinking about what I wanted to do in my life. And I'm like, cause prior to this, I had a pretty successful music blog where I created content around underground artists in the rock worlds, like Warp Tour, if anybody's out there that knows like Warp Tour and like alternative press, like those types of bands. And I remember I had- so cool. I had worked myself into the ground because I was working full time and then I had this blog that I would work the rest of the night and I my health was suffering so I was like I was afraid to take that leap again because I'm like I don't want to have two full time jobs if I'm going to do another business I need to do something where it's more balanced so I don't suffer health wise and so I had this you know I knew that travel was something that brought me peace and less stress and I also like creating the content and I saw that I was influencing people to travel. So I'm like, I just need to go and do, I, I just need to quit my job and do this. Like, I know how to do it. I know I can do it. It's just taking that leap of quitting my job to do it. Because a lot of people, and you know, this is, this is good for some people where you can have your full-time job and you work on your side gig until it grows into a sustainable income. And like I said, I had already done that before, but I ran myself into the ground. So I was like, if I'm going to do it, I need to do it fully and not take so much time out, out of my life to do anything else. Like if I'm going to do it, I need to do it fully. So fast forward to December 2018, January 2019, my best friend and I, we came to Barcelona for New Year's and it was my first time in Spain, my first time in Barcelona and we had a lot of fun. And what happened was she had stayed a little bit longer than I did. I had to go home because I had to go back to work, but she had taken a longer time off and she had the realization that she wanted to move to Spain because it was always a dream of hers. And she was like, I really just want to do it. And I was like, okay, well, I kind of, I've been thinking about quitting my job for a while. I think I'm ready to do this. And it was in that instant that I was like, all right, I'm going to quit my job. How long do I need to work for in order to leave my job financially stable enough? And what are my next steps? So January 2019 was like, like a firecracker month. I was like calculating finances. I was figuring out how to get out of my credit card debt. I was figuring out how do I move to Spain legally. I was like, okay, well, but also how am I gonna make an income? And so everything kind of just came as a whirlwind. And then I, I, was, I determined that I needed to quit my job by like March, April. And I was like, as a reward, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go on a two month trip so I can just detox from corporate life. And so, yeah, I quit my job in March of 2019. I went on my trip for two months and I, that's when I started my business. And here we are today. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing at the fact that um, you took 
that it, that situation and you use it to fuel your passion you know and it's funny because although you went to school for marketing you, you had the perfect job you said it you lacked the passion for it and i think that it causes us like i'm a firm believer that everything that you go through sets you up for the next step so you 100%. were there 100% Yeah. You learned everything that you needed to learn within marketing and all of that and then you're just like, well, this is not for me. I need something that's going to really fuel my soul, you know? And then you took all of that and then you're like, well, I have this experience. Now I'm going to apply it to what I really want to do and become an entrepreneur. And I think that is the biggest risk because you're going, especially you're going to a country that you don't even speak the language in, yeah. you know? So you're just like budget. I'm just going to like do it. Like let's do this and it's amazing to see such um a transformation and be one that's so positive. So like when you got to Spain, like how was it for you? And I'm asking this because like I told you before, I'm like I want to pick up and I and I want to move. You know, my situation is a little bit different cuz I have my daughter. So yeah. I just got to be like okay well am I like school and this and that should I homeschool should I not it's been grinding my gears for since I gave birth to her honestly I'm like I'm going to travel yeah. the world and I'm going to homeschool her and I'm going to go to like vacations that are two months so she, like long so she can learn the culture blah 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 and the last year I went to Turkey and I was like oh my god this feels like home <laughs> Like I just want to really move. Yes, I love Turkey, right? So long story short, same thing as you. I'm like, okay, corporate world. I was working for a business for someone else and you know, here and there and I'm just like this does not make me happy at all. And then coronavirus came around and completely changed that for us. Yeah. But it has directed me in the direction of like in a way to just be like I can run my own business. I can't do everything from home because I've been doing it and I can homeschool. So, yes. I might as well do this. So, how was it for you because my biggest fear is how do I get to the country where one again like I don't know how to like do I get a citizenship? Like what is it that I do? And most of all, I don't know the language and it's such a hard language to learn, you know? So, how did it go for you? So I was lucky that I came over with my best friend and she had studied Spanish for years and so she she's she was way more fluent than I. I had never studied Spanish before. I studied French and Italian, but it was close enough, you know. And so she and I researched legal ways to get here and so for the past year what we've been doing is teaching English. And so um Spain has this program where you teach 12 to 16 hours a week, you get a stipend and all you have to do is show up to school and talk to the kids. You don't have to do lesson planning, you don't have to do wow. grading. I'm I'm not even the disciplinarian, like the te- the the teachers are actually the disciplinarians and I'm just the assistant in conversation because I'm a native speaker. And so like, you know, all of the English teachers here in Spain are native Spaniards. So they have the accent and they have a different way of speaking. And mm-hmm. so I come people like me come in and help enrich their lives so they can get used to a different accent, but also, you know, they can practice speaking more because when they have a Spanish English teacher, 
they're they're just going to talk Spanish to them because that's easier. But when I come in not knowing Spanish, even though I actually do, well, relatively now, I know some Spanish. <laughs> um, they they're forced to speak English with me, so that was the way that I took to get here legally because. For me, it was like the perfect situation because it gave me that stipend and the stipend was enough to give me rent, utilities, food, going out, phone, internet, like the the cost of living over here is much different from the U.S. So that the stipend is a thousand dollars or a thousand euros a month and it covers everything I need. So for me, that was perfect because I wasn't working a lot. I was getting a good, you know, security blanket while I was working up the kinks of my business, while I was figuring out whether moving abroad to Spain was for me. And then also, um, you know, it was, it was a way for me to interact with locals and really, you know, have a legal way to be here. So they, it's a student visa that's only valid for the time that you're that you're here for teaching but then the tourist visa kicks in but because i had that it confirmed for me that i really do love living abroad i love living in spain and um you know as i was figuring out the kinks of my business now i'm not returning next year to teach but in right now i'm going to be here on a tourist visa I'm gonna go back home to the US and come back on the what's called the non-lucrative visa, which is for entrepreneurs and business people. And you have to have a certain amount saved and a certain amount per month, um, just so you can, so you're not taking jobs away from Spaniards, but you can live here and have a digital business. Um, but yeah, so That's that legal, yeah, that legal way of living here for less than a year allowed me to really determine whether or not this is for me and it has determined that it is for me so that's just one way to do it i mean there's lots of other ways to legally move to other countries in europe i mean i'm not sure what the rules are for turkey but i i bet the easiest way is to go for schooling to yeah. be a student like if you're going to go for i don't know if you have your masters or not but if you go for a masters or a phd like getting a degree in another in another country is one of the easiest ways to get to be there legally. That it's amazing that being there, one, you're sort of giving back because you are teaching kids to speak English. Right. You know, so that's fun. You're communicating, you're 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 also kind of forced to learn to speak Spanish because you have to communicate with, you know, the adults in the area. And Now you have the free time to really indulge in the culture and yes. really see if like, is this really for me? Can I actually do this for a living? If this is the country that I want to do it. And I love Spain. I have not been to Spain yet. It is on my top of the list to go to. <laughs> Um, but that is, honestly, that is freaking amazing. Um, so tell me a little bit about your business. So what is, um, What is it that you do within your business? I know that you, you, do you help people find deals or tell me about it? I don't know. Enlighten me. So yeah, I, I guess I have like three categories of my business that all fall under one theme, which is to find more adventure in your life. And I help people find more adventure in their life through their, through their businesses, through, 
um, through travel and also through just life experiences. So the first part of my business is helping people find adventure through business. So I use my marketing skills to help other business owners use digital marketing strategy, social media strategy, and um, you know, coming up with content for them. And that's kind of like the main part of my business right now that I'm building up because the travel portion of my business is unfortunately, I can't really do too much with it because nobody's traveling, nobody can travel. I mean, I'm still doing some stuff for that, but I'll get to that. Um, but yeah, so right now I just have clients that I consult for marketing and social media strategy. I help them, you know, a lot of my clients find social media overwhelming or they find social media just like daunting or annoying, but they know they need to have it in order to have a well-rounded and successful business. So they bring me in to help. Exactly. Everything is digital. So business is good. So if anybody out there is trying to be a social media consultant or a marketing consultant, it's a good time to get into the business. We need to talk about this afterwards. <laughs> I'm happy to talk about it for sure. So yeah. Um, so I help those business owners with their strategy. The other portion is helping people like maybe you are interested or other people that are interested in getting out of their corporate nine to five and creating a marketing business or a social media business so that way you can work from anywhere, which is really relevant right now. And then the travel and, and lifestyle portion of my business is helping people step out of their comfort zones to take a trip somewhere or find, you know, do something even as small as taking a different route home from work one day instead of taking the same highway what if you got off a random exit and just did back roads home or something you know just little things like that that improve people's lives um and then going back to the travel thing i have a travel blog and i also am a ghostwriter and i guest post on other people's travel blogs helping them with itineraries tips tricks i help people find deals like i have a an email list that i right now is on pause because nobody's booking travel but once travel is back in business i have a list where i send people three to five deals every day like vacation packages flight deals Amazing. things like that because i want people to travel more and i find that a majority of people that i talk to that don't travel it's because they think it's going to be so expensive like a trip to spain is going to be four or five thousand dollars it doesn't have to be that expensive. It can be that expensive, but like my flight here was like $200. And it's funny you say that because I am the person like when, when we did our trip last year to Turkey. Yeah. So I did all the planning for my friends. They're like, whatever, just like figure it out. But I was spent countless hours just trying to figure out an itinerary and people don't understand that how golden that is to have someone to literally just lay it out for you like this is it this is what your budget's gonna be whereas i spent hours and days and then i'm like okay well i need to move things around to make this work for everyone's budget which right. is exhausting before it even starts oh yes it totally so, can be yeah so that's that's amazing that you offer that and i have to add in because after all of this quarantine crap is over 
<laughs> people are gonna be like, I am out. Like I am on the next plane out. I had oh, yeah. a trip um, that I had planned for April for Turkey. And obviously that got canceled. So yeah. then I had postponed it to August. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm staying a month this time. Like I am not coming back for a month. And then that also got canceled because we we're just like, well, we don't know where we stand right now. So we have an open ticket. But the moment that thing settled, I'm like, goodbye. You're not gonna see me for like a year. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's that's an amazing thing. And you know, it's funny that you have different categories because they say that millionaires have seven streams of income. Okay. Yes. And although your business is like it's all like an umbrella, like under your business, it's still three different ways of helping people and of making money. So I want people to really, I know this is not like a business um, um, podcast, it's really about her journey and, and um, her story about traveling, but how one business can actually bring you three streams of income and you can actually use that to travel. You can use that to actually live your life with purpose. You know, I was reading your story and um, you said people like during this time they should go inward and reflect and I was like yeah. I've been saying that this whole time you know <laughs> yeah. um, and it's amazing because you, you said you hit it right you were like you know we need to discover our true self without all of the influence of friends family society jobs everything right and that's exactly what I've been saying I'm like you know what right now some of us are facing some serious demons in the sense of like mm -hmm. we're getting all these unresolved issues and feelings coming up because we don't have the distractions you know yes and we can either go like you said inward and make that something positive you know which i hope that people do take this time and come out winning and like with either businesses um a new perspective on life and creates a way where we're not back to the normal and where can actually do yes. travel live life with purpose and just be the person that you're meant to be without these other influences. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even though the pandemic has a lot of negatives, I think, like you were saying, it's a really great time for people to really reevaluate their lives. Like, you know, a lot of people had to switch into, instead of going into the office, they have to go home. Well, think about how flexible is your is your company like are they trusting you to work from home or are they always checking on you do you actually enjoy what you're doing because like we might be distracted by you know loving our coworkers and having a great boss and I don't know like I like me I had the golden handcuffs I had all of the the greatest benefits but now that you don't have all of those outside things influencing you in your home working from home does this work actually fuel you does this work actually align with what makes you happy does this work actually make if are you passionate about what you're doing like are you are you giving something to the world that you think is contributing positively i mean maybe you are and i think that's great but even if you reflect and realize that yes i love it then absolutely stick with it mm -hmm. but for a lot of people i think especially in the u.s and i was the number one victim to this was just 
doing things that society thought was right and checking off all the right lists without checking within your heart list almost, you know what I mean? Like, what does your heart really want? You know, it's nice to be financially secure. And sometimes we need to, we need to do things to be financially secure. We have to make sacrifices. And I totally, totally get that. But, you know, one of the things that travel has taught me is especially in Spain, like the quality of life over here and the, the, you know, what I can do with a thousand dollars over here is way more than I could do with a thousand dollars in the U.S. You know what I mean? Like, and like, I know you have a friend in Thailand that her dollar goes even further, you know, in different parts of the world, your, your money can do so much more. So you don't have to be suffering in the U.S. Like having a bunch of different jobs just to live paycheck to paycheck when Correct. you could live somewhere else and have a well-balanced life and your dollar goes further. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's I've always said, we ne- I, I've always said it, we, we didn't live, we didn't come to this world to just work and die, you know? No. We've come to this world to embrace the beauty of it, you know, yes. learn new things. And it's so beautiful to travel and to be able to experience, this, experience these things, you know? Um, I've never traveled, like my traveling was Puerto Rico, Florida, <laughs> and um, maybe a cruise, you know, never yeah. did I think that I was going to travel abroad, me, go to Europe, I didn't even have a passport, you know, <laughs> and then last year, it's like you said, the travel bug bit me, travel bug oh, yeah. bit me, and I'm like, this year, I was like, I got my daughter's passport, I was like, we're out, we are out, we're going, we're going to travel, um, because you see, like, in Turkey, for instance, and I'm going back to Turkey because that's like the only place I've been to. Well, I went to Greece too, but in Turkey, you have the liras. In Greece, although the euro, yeah. even like we will pay for, um, we say gyro, they say gyro. Yeah, yeah. But we will pay six euros for this huge gyro where me and my boyfriend can share. I'm like, we're done for the day because we were so full like, like <laughs> yeah. full stuff and quality food you know not like here um yeah and then you go to turkey and we ate a six course meal in a very beautiful high-end restaurant during ramadan mm-hmm. for nine dollars yep. nine us dollars and i was like mm-hmm. whoa you know and that's when yep. things started clicking to me i was like oh my god like the quality of life like what about if i create something online where then I can just capitalize on my U.S. dollars in a foreign country where it's like right yes. now sucks for Turkey, but the lira is seven, seven liras is one U.S. dollar. Yeah. So it is crazy and the cost of living and like everybody's so chill. Every, like Europe is like a slow down compared to the U.S. Oh my God. Yeah. That's <laughs> one of the things, that's one of the things that attracted me to Spain was, you know, on the trip to Barcelona, People here in Spain really enjoy life. You know, they they take their time when they go out to lunch and they they go out at night and they, you know, the waiters here don't bother you. They're not trying to like flip tables because the waiters and waitresses live on a salary. They're, we don't That's tip amazing. here. That we don't tip amazing. here at all. <clears throat> because And so the waiters aren't trying to bother you to get people out unless it's a very, very, very popular restaurant. But every other restaurant, you just show up, you sit, 
you know, you call the waiter over when you need something and that's it. And you can really just sit and enjoy your time with your friends and your family. And, you know, people like they just, it's phase one here in Valencia. So people are now allowed to go out and go to restaurants on the terraces, but like the streets normally, and right now it's actually like nice to see, but the streets have, all the restaurants have terraces where you're just eating on the sidewalk at a table with friends and like people are walking around till 10, 11, 12 at night, like families. And it's, you know, it's a slower, more laid back way of living and you know that and you get a fiesta me. too you the, tell me okay I, I find that so intriguing tell me about the Spain siesta like what is that all about so it kind of it it depends on which region you're in and how you really want to use it like I know so, more of southern Spain actually goes home and takes a nap but like siesta is more of just like a mid-afternoon break for everyone like you go home Like kids in high school will go home, have dinner with their family, and then they go back to high school like after two or three hours. Or people that are in work, they go home and they have they have lunch, a late lunch with their family, relax, and then you go back to work. I mean, the negative side of it is you work later hours, but it's like more it is so relaxed it doesn't even bother you, I guess. Yeah, and it's more it's not it's like just normal to take your time with lunch and like stores close so you like it's almost mandatory to be with your family because the stores are closed you can't go anywhere else i mean restaurants will be open but like stores and um you know some other random places won't be open so you can actually go and spend time with people during your siesta and then um yeah i mean everything kind of just shifts from there like you have your siesta and then you you go back to work or school or whatever you're doing and then you get out you get out of work i don't know seven eight o'clock and then you go to dinner and you're you know you have dinner nine ten eleven o'clock and then you go to bed pretty late but also people here going to work at like more like 10 o'clock oh my god Nine, that's 10 awesome. o'clock. <laughs> so you know like everything is just kind of shifted in that way yeah you're not up at five listen i love being up at five o'clock in the morning but after a time like with the rush especially tri-state you know how this is like yeah. you're like up at five so you can skip like it was horrible for us when i was going to school and working in the city i would wake up at five o'clock in the morning so i could have my face full of makeup or get kaylee ready for school so i can be out the door drop her off at school at school for uh, before care at seven yeah. o'clock in the morning so then i could beat the new york traffic and be in school by nine o'clock in the morning Yeah, it was, and it takes a toll. It really, you gain weight, you're depressed, yep. you're you're mm-hmm. anxious, and that's really not the way to live. I mean, and and it's crazy that we have normalized this, and I'm so happy that this is changing because, yeah, I'll say this: my um, my boyfriend is actually um, he's also an interior designer, mm-hmm. and now he's working for. <clears throat> a very good company where they have a lot of offices worldwide and now these offices where when you're designing you're designing either I mean before it used to be a whole bunch of cubicles now it was like this whole open space concept and everybody's together and socializing or whatever however now it's changing where they're starting off with 20% of the population going into each floor 
only 20% okay, yeah. from the 100% that were there. So as a designer, he needs to figure out, okay, how do we space this out, right? By the end of the year, they're only allowed to bring 50% of the population. So you're telling me that the other 50% are going to be working from home. So yeah. companies that completely did not think that they can work from home and do these jobs from home, they're going to be doing it. Some are doing yes. it where they're rotating. So every other week you're working from home and then the other week you're in the office. And it has gone down from a five day work week. And this is me talking to um, one of, also one of my um, neighbors where um, he is a contractor. And you know, as a contractor, you always gotta be in the office and like yeah. so many floor plans and businesses and meetings and all that. He's going from a five day week, sometimes seven, to a four day week because Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are gonna be left for the cleaning crew to come in, clean up, sanitize everything. So when the following group of people come in on Monday, the, the office is set. Yeah. So if this doesn't speak volume in the way that the world is shifting and how we are going, we're going from, um, I mean, we've already been going towards the um, internet, like into the, yeah. um, you know, that way. But this is shifting to the point where most of these things are going to happen from home. Yeah. You know? So totally. if you can work and travel and in the sense of like actually work, like you can, your job can be in New York, but you can be in Spain actually yeah. work and have this relaxed life. I mean, I think this... I know, and I've, I've said this since it started, this is not against us, this is for us. You know, yeah. and it's unfortunate, the situation that we're all living in worldwide, but this is for us. This is going to redirect us in a way where we're gonna be like, finally back to the core of what it is, what, what we came, family, yeah, um, living, purpose living, you know, not just living, like living with purpose and finding yourself, you know? Yeah, totally. I totally agree with that. It's it goes back to the pause and you know, companies are now really actually I mean, I'm sure they realized it before that people could work from home for their jobs, but they they weren't ready to let go and trust their employees to mm -hmm. do so. And now they're being forced to do it, but I think they're finally going to see the benefits of that because if you have less people in the office, that means you pay for less utilities, you pay, mm -hmm. pay for less office space, you're actually saving money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people sometimes tend to be more productive when they're working from home because they have they feel like they have to prove themselves and that mm -hmm. they're doing something. And so it's only positive from there. I mean, 100%. I mean, I know when now when I work, I mean, I've been working from home the past four years. I mean, when I was in my last position, my, my boss was really flexible and the majority of my office worked from home. So I was fortunate enough to kind of already have that experience. But now I, other than when I was teaching in a school, I, I now work from home 24 seven. And so, um, I'm, I know I'm definitely more productive because I'm actually working during the hours when I'm most productive. I'm not productive in the morning. I'm not a morning person. I'm a night owl. And so like, you'll see me at my computer 
you know, doing client work or strategy or writing an article 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night because that's when I'm most productive and that's when I have a lot of energy and that's when I'm really creative. And so it's working positively for me in that way because I, since I have my own business, I can work whenever I want. And so I capitalize on the times when it's most beneficial and, and for me. Yeah, and it's companies are seeing that they're like, oh, we can cut down on the overhead costs. Wait, everybody's yeah. at home. Why do we have an office space? We don't need an office space. We can all zoom in, you know, and it's positive for those who can actually work 24-7. Well, not 24-7, but like work from home all the time where they right. don't need to go into an office. So then that means that, again, you can be anywhere in the world and tune in at whatever times you need to. Um and I want to say this because I don't want to say like, oh, well, it's all peaches and cream for those who get to work from home, you know, because you have the people who unfortunately lost their jobs and they're, yes. they have, it's just, they're not essential anymore to that company. Right. Right. So it comes to the position where now it's like, well, you lost your job. You've just realized, you know, where do you stood? in that corporate world or that right. job. So now it's like, what do you do for yourself? Do you want to continue to risk yourself and like put yourself in the position where you're disposable? Because in the US, it's unfortunate. You know, it, yeah. it's a, all jobs now are a revolving door. You're as disposable as the next one, you know? Yep. So it's like, do I do something for myself? Can I, and I'm not saying everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. You yeah, know, absolutely. Yeah, we need, we need those that, are like, you know what, entrepreneurship is not for me. I rather have the nine to five and I'm not knocking that down because we need you guys to function, you know? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, once my business grows a bit more, I'm gonna expand and have a team. So, you know, those who don't wanna be entrepreneurs but still wanna work a nine to five or that, you know, want to help someone else in their business, maybe I won't have a cubicle for you, but I'll have, a place or a position for other people who want to help other entrepreneurs and like you know there's a lot of those businesses right now so for those who might have lost their jobs mm -hmm. you know I know there's a lot of um, you know virtual assistants yes. that are expanding and making agencies so you know maybe you don't want to start your own business but you want to join someone else's agency I've seen that a lot. I actually got into a um, training two months ago about a virtual <laughs> assistant. I'm like, I don't want to be someone's virtual assistant, but let me learn because I, I love learning, you know? Um, so I went in and she was just like, she was an army wife who went through a lot of shit and you know, she, she went through her, her crap and she lost her job. She was in a position where her marriage was like basically done and she picked up and moved to Bali with her son. And she made this virtual assistant company. She was like, I'm making yep. money from this, so let me teach women how to do the same. And at the same time, I can refer them to my clients because I can't virtual assist everyone. Right. Um, so it is something like if, if that's something that intrigues you, I mean, and, th and these women are doing it anywhere anywhere in the world they're they're virtual assistant it's it's virtual you don't need to show up you don't need to go get somebody's yep. coffee you know yep. it's not new york <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> yeah. you need to go fetch uh, lunch for someone it's all right. literally to the point and people are paying you know they're paying you for doing the job and just what they're asking of you they're not they're not 
making you do all the little extra things that it's really not in your job description. Right. Um, oh my God, it's been so fun having you on here. I can't, we have to do another one. We, we do. We have to do Absolutely. another one. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd um, love to. I want to see like where you're at, you know, later on and see like what your process has been. I think that this is very um, inspiring to a lot of people, especially again during these times because it's everything is so uncertain for us. But the one thing that we can really look forward to it and and you know the one thing that had me like fueled I'm like yeah it's a couple of more weeks a couple of more months I'm like I'm, I'll be in Turkey and that's what kept me like excited and happy and I'm like I'm doing it like I can't wait you know it's looking forward to vacations you know being able to get away you yeah. know so I think that what you're doing is amazing oh, oh wait yeah. <laughs> time out I almost forgot okay Before I cut this off, I want to ask you your monthly comfort zone challenge. Oh, yes. Tell me about okay. that because that okay. sounds so exciting. So, <laughs> so, yeah, it's something new that I developed. Well, not new, but it's newer. And it it's just part of, like, who I am as a person. So it started out as, like, every year I make a list of goals in January instead of resolutions like I just have a list of goals I it's whether it doesn't matter whether or not I accomplish them but I usually accomplish about 70% of them that's amazing anyway so like a couple years back maybe four or five years back one of my goals for the year was do one thing every month out of your comfort zone or that you're scared of. And so then from there, I made like a table like of all the months and every month I had to put something, whether it was big or small, it didn't matter. Like, like I was saying before, taking a different route home from work instead of the same one or, you know, talking to someone in the coffee line, you know, th small things, but then there's big things like go to, you know, travel to three continents in one year or big things like, you know, apologize to someone that you've been meaning to apologize for because, you know, I took that from my travels, like travel gets you out of your comfort zone because you're learning about new cultures, learning about new people, you're in a different, a, a country with a different language, you know, so many different things that take you out of your comfort zone, but I wanted to make it into into my regular life all the time and and so ever since then I always it's just part of my lifestyle now I don't just like think about okay what's the one thing this month I'm going to do out of my comfort zone it's just something I think about a lot and I've I've seen a lot of benefit from it because I've grown from it and I've seen others do the same like I had a friend that never wanted to like he always talked about traveling and I'm like just freaking do, do it like hello and so he did and he he now has the the travel bug so <laughs> he got me, bit. Like, uh, yeah exactly so for me I, I just want to be able to share that with with everyone and so I created this monthly comfort zone challenge which is my, it's just a monthly email that you get on the first of the month and I, it's a there's a theme so like one month it might be like routines another month it might be travel another month it might be friendships and in, within the email I have three different challenges you can do one you can do all three and it's 
a category mild medium and hot so mild is like the easy like you know take a different route home from work the the medium is going to be more like i don't know but like it's just different degrees of getting out of your comfort zone in, in terms of difficulty and so i send that to people once a month and if anyone's interested you you can um maybe we'll have it in the description box or something yeah and, definitely yeah. <laughs> that is amazing i love that and that's like a little you know you're also helping people overcome their fears and yes. build up on that and then it becomes a routine like you said like it it becomes something where you're just like oh well what is it like that I'm doing and it's something you look forward to so i love that i'm definitely going to sign up for it yeah <laughs> i think that's so much fun um and it's just another way of bringing also positivity into people's life um so thank you um guys i'm going to put her um her website underneath if you guys really need like you guys want to like start planning your next adventure i know that we're on pause right now but we're not going to be on pause forever right. so <laughs> follow her on instagram check her website out definitely get on her challenge um because i think it's going to be amazing and um really just check her out cuz she's she's freaking <laughs> awesome. She's the bomb.com. Like I just love it. I, I'm telling you, I told her I told her earlier I'm like you are living my life. Like I want that. <laughs> And it it just proves to you that all your fears, all your doubt, it's like it's all in your head. You know, you just have to take totally. Just jump, just do it. And just live and it's just if you if you can do it you know and you can ripple that effect which you already are to like other people's life it just shows like okay you're a girl from Jer- well, from the from Connecticut you're yeah. in the tri-state <laughs> like this is one of like the crazy like how do i leave this hustle and bustle of like always trying to be you know on top and making a certain amount of income into a okay well this i don't need that fast life i can actually slow down and live and enjoy life so i love that um it's it's so inspiring honestly um, <laughs> so lauren thank you thank you thank you so much for um jumping on i really thank really thank you so much it. it's it's been a pleasure i'm telling you the universe has its way of working things out um it does you've inspired me so much today i am so happy that you've been able to jump on and give me um share with me a little bit of your time um very much appreciative and I wish you nothing but the utmost success in your business. I can't wait to see it flourish, to see it just like really um take off because it's definitely going to take off after routine. Um <laughs> and we're going to work together. <laughs> we're going to yes. work together. I I already yes. see it. So again, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. <laughs>